Hello everyone, welcome and welcome back to AGR Podcast. I'm your host Valerie Waswa. Today I am so I am in a celebratory mood because it is the 8th of March 2022 and every 8th of March the whole world gets to celebrate International Women's Day and this is a global day to celebrate the social, economic, cultural and political achievements of women. The day also marks a call to action for accelerating gender parity. It's a day to celebrate women's achievement, raise awareness about women's equality, lobby for accelerated gender parity, and fundraise for female-focused charities. Um, Being a women's rights activist and this podcast being a podcast that seeks to promote gender equality, I thought that it would be best for me to come up with a podcast to celebrate this very important day last year a day like this i compiled a list of girl boss women positivity songs into a playlist so that you can listen and feel uplifted as a woman today we have something different or rather this year we are doing something different and this being 8th of march i am going to shout out eight amazing women either in my life or those that i know that have been that are adorable and are awesome and and the women that i appreciate or they inspire or challenge me in one way or another but before that i would like to read a poem and this is a poem by brenda dogma bakumara from ghana it's titled dear african women i begin if i haven't told you that you're beautiful you are If I haven't told you that your smile is lovely, it is. If I haven't told you that your dark skin is more beautiful than the night sky, it is. Dear African woman, only you can understand what it means to be an African queen, what it means to be black, bold, and beautiful. Dear African woman, for centuries you have been told that your place is in the kitchen. You have been boxed to build your world right in the shadows of men. And your gifts, they have buried the umbilical cords of your children yet to be born. You have worked the fields and cooked the meals. You have cared for the children and fed the men. You have been the backbone of this continent. Yet, my dear African woman, you do not know who you are. You are the light that shines in the darkness, the beacon that restores hope into our hearts the source of strength and courage, an embodiment of masculinity and femininity, the perfect being. You are the homekeeper, the national builder, the tear wiper, the smile giver, the support system and lifeline of the continent. You are more beautiful than a flower of the savannah. Your smile is like falling snow on a drought-stricken land. Your kinky afro is like the soft cushions of clouds in the sky. You come in many shades, beige, chocolate, caramel, mocha hazelnut, honey, espresso, ivory, olive, ebony. You are sweeter than Oreos dunked in milk. You are warmer than hot cocoa in the dry season during a storm. You are goodness, you are wonder, you are grace, you are kindness, you are fearless, you are lovely, all wrapped in one. Dear African woman, no matter where you are, 
no matter how you think you look, no matter how you see yourself, you are a special gift to the world. Rise up and make that change in the world. Be that difference. Lift your head high like the queen you are meant to be. For you are good enough. You are strong enough. You are beautiful enough. And my dear African woman, you are just enough. So with that, I would like to get right into um, the list of women that I... I'm inspired by and I would like to appreciate and celebrate this International Women's Day 2022. I will start with those personal and close to me and then I'll start with those that I have not interacted with in a personal level but I am inspired by whatever they do and their stories and I will conclude by one woman in history that I am deeply inspired by. My focus is on women of color, African women, well, there's one who is an, a woman of color, but from Jamaica. So, because this is a podcast about African women. I will start. I save the best for first, if there is such a thing. And I will start with my adorable mother. I know that's cliche, but I would really like to take this time to celebrate my mother. She is a wife. She is a mother. To the four of us children and a mother to many many children out there so many lean to her as a mother she holds various administrative positions in the community in our family business in schools just to mention a few she i like words to describe her because i think she is beyond adjectives but i will give it a try one thing I celebrate about my mother is the fact that she is very understanding. My mom is the most understanding person ever. And not just understanding to us as her children because it would be easy to extend grace to your children, right? My mother is understanding to the people that she gets to work with. She's understanding to people in general. She is the most accommodating and understanding people person that I know and she always tries to see where the other person is coming from to an extent that sometimes i would ask her mom are you out of your mind like how 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 do you tolerate this you know but she has a big heart you know she has a heart to always understand and give people a second and yet another chance my mother is a loyal friend being close to her i see the friends that she has and she has been she is a loyal friend she has friends from back in high school she has friends from back in campus she has friends from those are like 20 30 years back but they still stick together and this is something that i really admire about her she she will stand with you when you are her friend she is a loyal friend to my dad of course and uh Generally, I would say she, she is a friend that everyone would want to have. She is a friend to me. She is not only just my mother, but she is a friend to me. She is business-minded, always giving ideas on how we can improve our business, always giving ideas on how we can create more income. And uh, that is something I really admire about her. 
She is a partner and a boss at Village Pillars Empowerment Project. For those who don't know, I am co-founder with my mother at Village Pillars Empowerment Project. And working with her has been nothing short of a blessing because the, I get to gain a lot of insights from her and her wisdom. And, and, and VPEP has reached where it has because of us working together and me always going back to her seeking her advice and her support sometimes has really saved me a lot and has propelled Village Pillars Empowerment Project to what it has been thus far. Despite the moments when we would clash because of our different and differing opinions, we have always found a way to work together. And I am really inspired by how she, wherever she is as a boss, or as a manager, she always sees the other colleagues as partners and never like a, a, a vertical kind of power structure. She's always willing to listen to what the other person has to say and always considers their opinions. That is something that I would really like to learn from her when I get to a place where I am in charge as a manager of a department, of a group, of a company or an organization. My mother is selfless and she has had to sacrifice her career at some point to bring us up. That is something that really takes a lot of selflessness because she had the ability with all her studies and accolades to go and work abroad to to, to get into jobs that will see her, you know, traveling each and every day or each and every week. But she chose a path that wasn't easy of making the home and bringing us up. And I always say that that is what has built us, the four of us kids. And I, I am forever indebted for that because I don't think it is something that comes easily. Uh, it takes a lot of selflessness. Uh, finally, I would say that I don't have enough words to appreciate you, mom, but I would like to, if you listen to this episode, just know that I love you and I appreciate you a whole lot. The second woman that I would like to celebrate is my one and only sister, Flora. She is my younger sister. I am the firstborn and she is the lastborn. But despite that, I look up to her in so many ways. My sister is a go-getter. She sets her goal on something and goes for it with lesser focus. When she wants something, she will put her mind to it. She will do whatever she, wa she needs to get what she wants. She will put the effort to it and will stop at nothing. Her resilience and her commitment is something that I really admire in her. My sister is the most caring and kind person I know in this world to the point that sometimes I wonder if it is, it is somehow angelic, if I can put it that way. She always has a heart to care. She's like the second mom in her house, and she's also like a mom to her friends, to her colleagues, and to anyone who knows her. My sister is, uh, she, she's nurturing, she's kind, she's caring. She's always interested about people and wanting to make everyone feel comfortable and feel okay 
and which is why she is loved and cherished by many. My sister is always out looking for other people, making sure that they're okay. She is always the one to, ever since she was around four years old up until today, my, my, my sister's basic morning greeting is always, morning, how did you sleep? Morning, uh, good evening, how was your day? She always wants to make sure that everyone is comfortable and taken care of. She's such a natural. My sister is such a natural, not just to us, but to her friends, to her classmates, to her colleagues. This is something that I really inspire in her. She is generous and has a big heart. She is, if I can put it in a way that you can understand, is she has a Mother Teresa heart. And this is something that I really admire in her. My sister is charismatic and has this ability to draw people to her. When my friends, my colleagues, anyone who has ever met her, even just for 10 minutes, every time they would call and they know that I'm around my sister, they will always say, say hi to Flora. My mother's friends as well, my mother's colleagues as well, my siblings' friends as well. In the community, we always call her MCA because she is always because she is always ready to i mean she's known by many and she is she's really charismatic she's really someone that you would like to associate yourself with finally one thing i like about my sister is that despite being kind and caring my sister is very strong-hearted and she's not a pushover you may think she's a weak person, but I think it takes a lot of strength to be kind and caring in such a cold world. And my sister is the most firm person that I know. I know the fact that the, 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 true, the two contrasts is something I really admire in her. The ability to be soft and kind, and at the same time, the ability to... And at the same time, the ability to stand your ground my sister, when she makes up her mind, her mind with something, there is no turning back. You cannot change her mind. You cannot bully her. You cannot push her around, being the firstborn and her being the lastborn. You may think that she is someone who you can push her around, but she cannot. She's really firm. She's really strong. And that is something that I really admire in her. Shout out to you, Flora. I love and appreciate you. The third person that I'd like to appreciate is a dear friend of mine, Lucia Ngoge. We studied with Lucia in campus at Catholic University, and at some point we stayed in the same hostel, and that's when we got to know each other. Lucia is very smart and very intelligent. She is very, very smart. Lucia, if you're listening to this, I know I've, I have told you this many, many, many a times, but... Her intelligence is on a very other level and it's something that I really admire about her. She's a loyal friend. Lucia will stand in your corner no matter what. She will stand in your corner. She will root for you. If you're her friend, she's her friend. She will ride and die with you. I cannot, because of time, go into the details of the many times that she has sometimes sacrificed herself just for me. And uh, Lucia is someone that I can always count on at any time. Uh, she's, she's, she's a loyal friend, I can really say that. Lucia is charming. You always want to be around her. 
there's something about her energy that makes you feel good. You know those people whom you're, when you're around feel happy, you just feel good. Um, she's such a great lawyer, Lucia. I know you have just started in our, in our careers and our professions, and this is something that I always tell you is that I really think law is made for you, as in you have what it takes. She has a keen eye to detail. She is a critical thinker. She is very intelligent and shrewd. Um, something else, finally, is that Lucia is committed. When she wants something, she will commit to it until she gets it. I love her love for God. And uh, finally, this is also something I like, is that you cannot push her over. She's not a pushover. You cannot control her. Uh, whether you are her partner, you are her friend, you are her sister, Lucia is the type of friend that likes to have her own space um, and, uh, and to have her own mind. She really has her own mind and it doesn't matter whether you are her friend. She will not always agree with everything that you say. She will always speak her mind even if that will upset you. She will always give you her opinion even if it differs with what you say and I really love that about her. That means that every time you seek her counsel or her opinion, it is genuine because she's not trying to please you. She's not trying to make you like her. She will speak her mind. The fourth person is my nail technician, Percy. Um, there's something that really inspires me about Percy and is her hard work. Percy is really hardworking. Being a single mother, uh, being the breadwinner, the sole breadwinner in her family and for her child, Percy works extremely hard. At times, even opening her nail parlor Sunday to Sunday, even on Christmas Day, she opens because she knows. I mean, she knows that if I can put it that way. I'm really inspired by her hard work. She has really grown financially in her business and I can attribute this to none other than hard work, pure hard work. Passive and hard work are the same thing. What, one thing I also like about her is that she's really visionary. When, when I go to make my nails, she's always talking about how she wants to expand to have a massage parlor she wants to expand and have other beauty services that she offers to her customers. She's really kind to her customers and friends. And sometimes customers, even if you didn't want to go and make your nails, you just go and make your nails for the sole purpose of just wanting to be around her. There's something about her aura. She's really generous. Having been a loyal customer, I really see her friends around and how she's always willing to give and give and give and give to her friends. That is really something I aspire, at, uh, I admire about her and I celebrate her. And finally, is that she stops at nothing. She will go for what she wants. And that is really something that I want to appreciate about you, Percy. The fifth person I would like to appreciate is my lecturer, my former lecturer and mentor, Miss Mushiri. She is a rare by profession. She's a professor in the making and she's my former le lecturer. She taught me several courses, by the way. Uh, contract law, international trade law, international economic law, tax law. And uh, one thing about Miss Mushiri is that she's nurturing. Nurturing is the word. I reached out to her and asked her to be my mentor. 
my mentor and for me to be her mentee and she really accepted it and she has nurtured me to where i have reached right now miss mushiri i understand that i may not have taken the tradition the path that you thought i would take which is tax law but despite the fact that i had different interests she has always inspired me nurtured me she's always rooting for me she's always sharing opportunities with me she's always inspiring me on social media in person I, I, I don't know how I can put it, but she, and this is not just to me, but even to, to the students. Ms. Mushiri is someone who wants to see people prosper and grow and flourish. She's a natural, for lack of a better word. She's a great mentor. She's a great friend. I also love the fact that she's really firm and square in, your, in her dealings. It doesn't matter if you're her friend. It doesn't matter if you're, you're her mentee. If you, if you, if you start, if you what can I say? If she gives you a cut and you didn't do it right or you copied or something, she's going to give you a, a, a big zero. So she's really firm and square in her dealings. She's a whole package. She's a nurturer. Nurturing is the word. The sixth person is Varaiso or Vikativu. She's an Oxford and Harvard graduate, a Zimbabwean by origin, by origin and a UK citizen. She's an education activist and founder of Empowered by V, an initiative that seeks to support and empower girls of color and girls from disadvantaged backgrounds to access quality higher education. She's also a YouTuber and makes vlogs and videos on education, and now she has even advanced to now career and work. She's the author of Empowered, Live Your Life with Passion and Purpose. I stumbled upon Vika Tivu on LinkedIn and went ahead to follow her on Instagram and YouTube and I am deeply inspired by her passion about girl child empowerment. For all those who you know I'm very passionate about women and girl child empowerment, about social development, social justice, just making the world a better place. And you can see her passion through the videos she creates, through her social media posts, through her initiatives with Empowered by V. She has really inspired me and I know she inspires many other girls out here in, in the, those who have interest in development journeys, uh, development career, and also those who have interest in exploring further education, especially in highly coveted universities like Oxford and Harvard. She has really made me to realize and she has made many others to realize that you can really be anything you want to be and that your background is not your limiting factor, rather it is your strength it's your strong point. I also love the fact that she's really hardworking. I, I used to watch her videos on when she would, you know, study until 3 a.m. And sometimes she would have to call off partying and whatever just to commit to her studies. She's really, really hardworking. She, knows she, she is really hardworking and she's really a product of pure hard work and pure effort. Uh, I also like her work-life balance. For those who watch her Instagram stories or YouTube videos, they know one thing about V is that she will work hard and she will equally play hard. And that is something that I always advocate for. And I have continued learning it through V. Is that when it's time to work, work and give it your best. Give it your very all. And when it's time to play, play hard. Party hard. Take that time off. Go for vacation. Enjoy your time. And that is really something that is really necessary, especially in the current day and age when 
there's a lot of burnout or you may tend to lean on one side she's not brought down by her background um she has a heart to really make the world a better place and there's something that one of my mentors said is that when you do anything from your heart people will feel it i really feel like she creates her videos she does the work she does with supporting girl child uh, empowerment education NGOs in Zimbabwe and even in UK with passion and that really can be felt. I really feel it. She really has a heart to make the world a better place through education. And finally, the courage that she has to pursue and follow her own dreams. The courage that she even had to quit her job um, at, is it One Young World? to pursue her, her interests in a pathless travel when she realized that an age to five was really not her thing. It's something that really inspires me. Uh, her courage to go for what she wants and to go for it without listening to the naysayers is something that I, I really appreciate you. The seventh person is Terry Carell. She is a Jamaican by origin. She studied and has a PhD in veterinary medicine from Cuba, but she realized that she could not be accredited and recognized. The, the degree could not be recognized in her country, Jamaica, and she re really had to do something to find out what else she would do, you know, to make money for herself. And this is how she got into the, into, into media, into the media space through Miss World, Miss Jamaica World 2005. And, you know, she worked, she got into marketing management and media, working as a PR executive, general manager, and online brand manager for various companies. Uh, she has been a radio personality at some point. She's a TV host, and currently now she is an a host of various th hundreds of international events, festivals, corporate art events, you name them, both virtually and online. I'm really inspired by how she approaches her work meticulously, pours her work into her heart into it, and how she values her work. She's a great friend to her friends, uh, and she uses her social media to inspire people pursuing uncharted career paths. It must not have been easy to study not only a degree not only a master's, but also a PhD, for you to realize that all this is sort of not relevant, but the courage and the, brave, and the, and the braveness for charting her path, charting her career, and really doing it great. One thing about Terry Carell is that she's the embodiment of elegance. She carries herself with the elegance. She has this femine, femininity that I, I really... I, that is really missing, you know, in the current world when we and society sometimes forces us as women to to lean in more to our masculine. Yeah, in, in a society where we are told to always be strong, which is not a bad thing, you know, for those who know what femininity and masculinity mean is that sometimes being in the corporate world, being a girl boss, you know, doing all these things sometimes can make you to lose your femininity, which is equally powerful, just like a masculine energy. And I, there's, there's something about her that, I know she's a tomboy, but at the same time, there's something about her elegance that really inspires me. 
What I also love is how she approaches her work meticulously. She pours her heart into it. Meticulous is the word. Tony Carell will, for those who follow her on LinkedIn, will know that, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, where she had to host a lot of events uh, virtually. She always made sure that, you know, the lighting was okay, the dressing was perfect. She's those kind of people when she's hosting an event, she will try to dress in colors that are similar to the brand colors of a certain company. If the internet is not good, she will drive 30 minutes to go and host an event that is 20 minutes long. It is how she approaches her, she respects and values her work and goes at it meticulously. She has a strong work ethic and I think that is something that has really boosted her when it comes to getting clients, you know, as a host. Um, I like the fact that she's unique, bold and beautiful. You know, she, she's really just her own person, I would say. She does not really try to be someone else. You can see that she's really her authentic self. She does not care if she comes out as being too much or too loud or too whatever. She really just lives her own life. And that is something that is really missing nowadays in today's society. We may sometimes be tempted to embody another person's character or personality and and kill our own uniqueness, our own personhood. And that is something that I really love about her. Finally, we save the best for last, and this is a woman in history, Winnie Mandela, Mama Winnie Madikizela Mandela, also known as the mother of the nation. Where do I even start with this woman? She was the second wife of Nelson Mandela. She was a South African apartheid activist and politician. She served as a member of parliament from 1994 to 2003, and from 2009 till her death, she was a deputy minister of arts and culture from 1994 to 1996. I am inspired by her fearlessness, her braveness, her boldness, and her unstoppable spirit. In 1963, after Mandela was imprisoned following the Rivonia trial, she became Mandela's public face for the 27 years that Madiba spent in jail. She was severely detained by apartheid state security services on various occasions. She was tortured. She was subjected to burning orders and banished to a rural town where she spent several months in solitary confinement. Don't get me wrong, I'm not here to celebrate one's misery, but it's the sacrifice that comes with having to further her husband's mission for a free and equitable South Africa, sometimes at her own detriment, at the detriment of her health, and at the detriment of her bringing up her children. It's the selflessness of putting South Africa before her own two children, Zenani and Zinzi. It really called for a lot. I'm really inspired by how she had the interest of the black South Africans at heart and wanting to end apartheid. I'm inspired by the fact that she was never brought down, even by claims that even by claims that seek sought to, you know, uh, even that claims that sought to discredit all the great work he did to end apartheid. 
by mistakes which everyone does by claiming that she was in charge of she was responsible for neglecting of alleged police informers and apartheid government collaborators and the kidnapping and torture and murder of the 15-year-old Stompy Sepay by the Mandela Football Club, which was her security detail. I lack words to describe this woman, but she was fearless, she was bold, she was unstoppable. She was an activist. She was selfless. She believed that South Africa can rise, South Africa can be one, and she sacrificed her life and her family at some point and even her health to seeing this a reality she was a mentor and for those who have watched her on youtube you see her even at her old age when she was not in her best of health always attending anc african national congress meetings mentoring upcoming politicians and activists like julius malema of the Economic Freedom Fighters Political Party. She is a woman that I aspire to be because I am very passionate about ending global poverty, promoting socioeconomic development in Africa, and promoting Pan-Africanism. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, this comes to the end of this episode to celebrate women, eight women that I celebrate to mark International Women's Day 2022. Have a good one. Have an amazing one. See you next year again for, a, for, for better. We may have a physical celebration. Who knows? It only gets bigger and better. Dear African woman listening to this, it doesn't matter whether you are a career person or a homemaker. It doesn't matter what you do, it doesn't matter where you come from. You make the world a better place. And we love you, we appreciate you, and we celebrate you. Happy International Women's Day 2022. I will leave you with a song to appreciate you more. Remember to appreciate the women in your life because women are the source of life in this world. See you next time on Sunday, same place, Probably not same time, but see you on Sunday as we talk about scarcity mentality with Rachel Wamboy. Bye. Woman don't suffer, lower everybody.